1: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is, he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
2: Welcome to Real Presence Live. I am your host this morning, Mark Holcraft. Happy to be with you on this Wednesday morning. It's a beautiful day outside. The sun is shining. Yes, the birds are chirping. All signs of spring. It is so good. And we're like doubly good because we're blessed with our guests this morning. We have three priests and a lady. It sounds like the beginning of a joke, but it's not. It's Catholic Witness, and it's awesome. Um, we have a special guest. Oh, uh, I'm excited. I say special. They're all special. <laughs> so, But uh, I'm excited. Uh, we have with us this morning... Father Charles Lacroix, yeah. Good morning, Father Hi. Charles. How, how are Hi. you
1: now? Since we're going to talk, uh, I don't want to jump the gun here or bury the lead, as it were. But yeah. <laughs> uh, since we're going to talk about Saint Louis de Montfort, you can call me Char- Father Charles Lacroix. Oh
2: LaCroix? yeah, yeah. yeah. Just digging for in, today, digging into our French roots. And okay, this is kind of funny because I say digging into the French roots, but you're at like, aren't you up in Cavalier Saint Brigid and Saint Patrick?
1: Yes, yes. So absolutely.
2: can we say our French and Irish roots I and mean, what's going on?
1: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we got the best of both worlds here.
2: We yeah. do. Oh, well, That's universal. It's Catholic. That's what we're about. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. One of the four marks.
2: It's, exactly. Well, <laughs> before we dive into the saints, because really the saints are kind of a, almost a sub theme today, and that is part of what I'm excited. I love the saints. Um, let's begin with prayer. Let's see what we yeah, do. And amen. actually, Father, would you mind leading us in prayer?
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father of all that is good and all that is holy, in you we live and move and have our being. Each day you show us the Father's love. and We thank you for the love with which you have gathered us together by radio here today. And so we ask you to be the center and the CEO and our focal point of our time together here on the radio. And we just ask you to open up our hearts, our souls, and our minds to the graces that you wish to give us, especially during this joyful season of easter thank you for your son jesus thank you that he died for us thank you that he rose for us thank you that he continues to be with us in the holy eucharist and he gives us his life in the other sacraments as well so just bless our time together here help us to be edifying to all that listen to us bless them and their families and one day reunite us all in our eternal home with you in heaven Pray all this in the name of your son jesus by the power of your holy spirit and we invite the prayers of Our Lady. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst
2: women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother Father of God, God pray, pray for, for us, us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour, hour of our death. Our death. Amen. Amen. St. Louis de Montfort, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Father. Okay, got, so some of our listeners, they might be a little bit confused. Like, hey, what's going on? We're talking St. Louis de Montfort, but... I was listening to the radio earlier, and they were talking about Saint Gianna Beretta Mola. Yeah. Well, you know, because we're loaded, we're loaded with yeah, the cloud loaded. of witnesses, locked and loaded. We are, That's we are locked and loaded. You know, so it is. So it's just true. Let's just be clear. <laughs> Today is the feast of Saint Gianna Beretta Mola. Um, she's a great saint, great pro-life warrior, and, and we love her. Um, but we're also we're excited because uh, so yesterday was the feast of Saint Louis de Montfort. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saint, Saint Louis Grignon de Montfort is that is that working? There you go. Father? There it is, you <laughs> Father Lacroix. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, um, but so what, before we even dive into Saint Louis, Father, can you just tell us a little bit? What, so where are you calling from? I mean, I gave a shout out earlier. Yeah. Um, but how long have you been there?
1: Well, uh, about a year and a half now. So we well, going on two years, you know, because the priest assignments change in sometime in June, and so. 2019, I came here in July, and so it's been great. I've uh, not only the parish here at in Cavalier at uh, St. Bridget, but also Crystal, St. Patrick, so a couple of Irish saints and uh, two of the Catholic pillars in, in that country. And so, yeah. very blessed, a uh, lot of prayer cover with those two saints, no doubt about it, but uh, great people, great parishioners, and we're all trying to just do the Lord's will and try
2: to sanctify the world once all at a time amen amen and we're done with our show that's what we're about
1: yeah <laughs> so, hey you better go to the audience
2: <laughs> so you've been there for a couple of years now in classic um i'm going to do just your classic catholic pilgrim going to church like hey we've met before and i think that happens so there's so many of us that think you know what i remember that priest we've met before uh you know i was either at your parish 12 years ago or whatever um, you and I had a chance. We've met before when you were, I think, a chaplain at Shanley High School. Right, right, um, yeah. So years ago, I, I was a youth minister at St. Joseph's of Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just connecting the relationship, trying to connect to the school, and I think at the time, I think right before I left to head up further north, uh, you were a chaplain at Shanley High School. And so I don't know if that connects any dots for you, if there's any familiarity, that's okay, but I'm just I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And then uh, just uh, you mentioned uh, Shanley High School. I'll shout out to uh, Father Metzger, who has just been announced that he's going to be the the new principal of Shanley High School. So they really got great things going over there. They got uh, a great chaplain there, Father Slattery, and then, uh, of course, Michael Hagstrom. He's the, the president over there. So just a great...
2: Uh, group of people over there and could uh, be alive with the Holy Spirit,
1: uh, continue to be. So, so it's
2: great, great place. The word is on the street for sure. I, in That's fact, right. I was just telling Therese this morning, I ran into somebody Well, actually, I, technically I didn't talk with them. I was overhearing eavesdropping. People were talking about <laughs> Father Metzger. So there's definitely an enthusiasm in the community of him coming. Right.
1: Yeah, so if you see
2: a glow over Shanley High School, you know why that is. <laughs> oh, I wish Father Metzger was in here right now.
1: <laughs> well, you can listen
2: to it on podcast. There, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I love it. So we're talking St. Louis, St. Louis yeah. to Montfort. Um, talk to talk to us, Father Corey. What do you What do you know about him? What, what's, what, what's worth sharing about him?
1: Well, I think... First of all, we owe him a big debt of gratitude for any of our devotions to the Blessed Mother because that was what he was all about. I'm was yeah. all about Jesus, but how do we get there in the most sure and secure way? And he was inspired, no doubt, by the Holy Spirit to say that, you know, when Jesus was being crucified and he was suspended on that cross between heaven and earth, everything that he said, obviously, was very poignant. And so... One of the statements that he made is he turns to St. John, and there's our Blessed Mother right by him, and, and he says to Mary, woman, behold your son, and then he says to St. John, behold your mother. And the Church has always understood that, not only that you know, St. John would take care of Our Lady, but also that she would take care of us. And so Jesus there, moments before he was going to die gives another precious gift to us. Of course, the most precious gift that he's ever given to us is his self, you know, uh, to pay a price that we could not pay for our sins. But then he gives us another great gift, and that is our lady, to be our help. And I think our lady is a gift that we should unpack. In other words, we should utilize the gift. You know, something. probably all of us have had a grandmother that receives a gift either at Christmas time or a birthday or whatever, and she thinks it's so nice that she puts it on the shelf. She never uses it. Like the, way we, the reason why we gave it is so that she could use it. And so the reason why Jesus gave us Our Lady is not to put her on the shelf, but to utilize her. And so she should be our constant companion every day on our way to Jesus, on our way to heaven, on our way to becoming a saint. And so we, again, owe him a lot of thanks for being maybe the most influential Mariologist of all time. you know, And so uh, he is able to, through his devotion, give us devotion to Our Lady so that we can have this constant... Look at Our Lady in three ways. She's our model, she's our help, and she's also our hope. So obviously she's our model in that she did the Lord's will perfectly. Her whole goal in life was not to please yourself. Her whole goal in life was to do our Lord's will. And so she had a heart really in conformity with the heart of Jesus. That's why we have a devotion to the sacred heart and at the same time have a devotion to the immaculate heart because of the fact that she was so in tune with what God wanted and doing his will that obviously that's what she said in the gospel, let it be done to me according to your word. In, In other words, according to your will. And so she was like no other at the epitome of how what it means to follow christ and give our life totally to him and if we are like her then the world gonna change because if god can find a willing instrument a soul that says hey, i'm all about you god and what can i do for you today that wakes up every day and says not what can you do for me today, God, but what can I do for you today, God? If that's everyone's attitude, then this world will uh, change instantaneously. And so, but we want to work our way up there. We want to get there. We, like I said, we want to save one soul at a time. But if we have the attitude of Our Lady, then a lot of great things will happen in this life, not only in our own personal lives, but uh, collectively throughout the whole world. And She's also our help because she's our constant prayer warrior. Obviously, Our Lady's prayers are more powerful than any angel in saint in heaven. And so, you know, just like you would ask somebody here on earth to pray for you, whether you got something coming up, maybe a surgery, maybe an important uh, decision to make, et cetera, et cetera, that you want people to pray for you because you know that God hears their prayers. Well, why not employ the most powerful prayer warrior, and that is Our Lady? Of course, we want her to pray for us. So she's our help, and then she's also our hope, you know, because here's a human person that... Was able to go all through life without sinning and is already body and soul in the heaven. So she's what we hope to be one day. She is our inspiration. She's our hope. She is what proves that all of our hearts' desires can be fulfilled. And so this is a great age in which we live because it's been called the age of Mary. And and so I think God is continuing to use Mary to bring us closer to Himself, to reform our lives. And also, to
2: help this world have that hope that we so desperately need father so so true, so true i you know you're talking about you're talking about our lady in St Louis de Montfort, his devotion, and what he has done, and he he really is one of the great marian giants you know you. uh you you had mentioned uh could be possibly uh the Marian giant, you know, and yeah. you know, I'm not here to argue with that. I just know <laughs> of the, of the other a lot of like, them out there. well, there is, and that's I mean, there's so many saints. I, the more I learn about the lives of the saints, I have yet to run into a saint that did not have a, a strong devotion to Mary. You know, right. now how, how they ever were external about it and really how much they spoke about it. I mean, you do, you have some giants, you, have, you know, Saint Dominic, you have Saint Bernard mm-hmm. Clairvaux, Saint Louis de Montfort, of course, and in more recently, St. John Paul II. Right. Uh, you know, so it, certainly Mary, and I don't mean to trivialize this in any way, yeah. but she has been popularized by these great saints. Mm-hmm. And so right. uh, not just popularized, but fostered a devotion. And just just as you were saying, mm-hmm. this this deep devotion to Mary, if your, if your devotion to Mary is growing, you know, you can almost say a, a test of authenticity, if you will, is, yeah. It's never it's never stops at Mary. It always goes to Jesus.
1: You right. Know, I the mean, true and, devotion and,
2: to Mary goes to Jesus.
1: Right. Absolutely. And you know that was Saint Louis de Montfort's whole uh, M O. And that is, hey, we're going to Jesus, but we're going to give everything to Mary to get there. So yeah, he he was never never lost on the fact on him was the fact that this is all about going to Jesus and Mary is the perfect way to get there. And I would just you know challenge everyone out there to think about doing the 33 day devotion preparation for the consecration and totally entrust your life to our blessed mother to jesus through mary and you could use the original saint louis de montfort also you know father gately has uh, kind of revamped that and made it a little bit easier each day to do it but it is both our 33 days preparation for total consecration to jesus through mary and it, it will change your life. It will have an influence on your life and how you see things and how you act and your holiness and your devotion to both Jesus and Mary. So that's my challenge out there. I'm throwing out the gauntlet and I'm not taking it back.
2: <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Father, we got to take a break here in just a moment. And so when we come back, let's actually talk about that. Let's talk about what what's involved in that devotion and, and really uh, the word that uh, – that, uh, St. Louis de Montfort uses consecration. So Mm -hmm. we'll we'll be talking more about St. Louis de Montfort and Mary when we return from this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real
1: Presence Radio Network. life. What about when life takes unexpected turns? Change can be exciting or terrifying. Life is full of challenges. What defines our lives is how we step into opportunities or stand and face our fears. Uncertainty, no matter the reason, can
0: trigger anxiety. At times, we can feel desperately alone. Yet the one who formed us knew we would experience these seasons. He desires relationship with us. He can provide exactly what we need, if we ask. The prophet Joel said, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.
1: Written by Allison Updall. You're listening to Real Presence Live! Now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories, and a look at the extraordinary
0: things happening in our local area, heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft. I'm your host this Wednesday morning, and we're talking with Father Charles Lacroix from Cavalier, a priest of the Diocese of Fargo, so Cavalier, North Dakota. Welcome back, Father. Thank you. Thank you. So we're and, talking. And remember, yeah, go ahead, LaCroix. 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 Yeah. Yeah. See. Uh, <laughs> Father LaCroix. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. I know, I know. <laughs> You're good. For our listeners, what is it? So, uh, so just a, a revamp for our listeners. Uh, as a shout out to St. Louis de Montfort and his French background of St. Louis de Montfer. We're That's calling it. Father LaCroix Father LaCroix. Just sure? so they're wondering, like, okay, so what should I call him? You're going to have all these visitors at your parish this weekend, and they're going to call you <laughs> Father LaCroix. Who are you again? Yeah. You'll, you'll know, you'll know. So, we're talking Louis de Montfort and Marian devotion, uh, and actually a particular devotion uh, he referred to as the true devotion or total consecration to Jesus through Mary. Right. Um, and Father, can you share with us more about that particular devotion?
1: Right. Well, first of all, his true devotion book, it's called True Devotion to Mary, and that book, he predicted even that it would be lost for a number of years after his death. and So, it absolutely was. It was lost, and then about a hundred or so years later, it was found, and then it basically unleashed a great movement to have a special devotion to Our Lady with the goal in mind of having a special devotion to Jesus. Remember, the end goal is Jesus. He is God. He's the one that paid the price for our sins. He's God in the flesh. And so, Uh, The 33-day consecration is actually, the 33 days is a preparation for the following day, which is the consecration of our lives to Jesus through Mary. And so it's a series of prayers that you do and meditations that you do for 33 days, and it's step-by-step, day-by-day, so you don't have to really worry about the format. It's all kind of laid out for you. But again, I would challenge people to think about totally consecrating their lives to Jesus through Mary. This is something that you intentionally do, something that you decide to do, something that you do with your own free will, and it can literally change your life. So what usually happens is you pick a Marian feast day, like January 1st, some Day of Our Lady, uh, March 25th, you know, there's a lot of them, Our Lady of Fatima, May 13th, The Visitation, May 31st, uh, what's we're late April here, so you can go you know, Assumption
2: you, August 15th. Yeah, yep, lots and of options. That,
1: even like June 27th, Our Lady, Our Mother, Perpetual Help, July 16th, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. So you can, oh, and it doesn't need to necessarily be a feast day that you right. you're right. but it'd be nice, you know. And so, what you do is you work your way backwards and you start day one and you get a hold of either St. Louis de Montfort's. Uh, true Devotion, 33, Preparation, 33-Day 33 Preparation, or Father Gately's, he calls it uh, 33 Days to Morning Glory. So yeah. same same thing, same format, basically. And so get a hold of either one of those and start your 33 days, and Mary will not forget you. He, she, If you do this devotion to her, she's going to be with you every day of your life. And so all other things equal, I think we all need prayer. We need Our Lady's help, and this is why, you know, I think we're eventually going to talk about it, but it's why why did God make Mary so pivotal in this whole thing? And I think it's because of the family, because God himself is a family, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he created the world with that in mind, you know, the that we are, obviously we have our own immediate new, uh, family, mom, dad, and children, but then we're also the family of the church and, you know, the family of, human beings. So we have to be concerned with one another. And the way that God set it up, our prayers and good works done through Christ do have a role to play in people being saved. So that's why did God make Mary's role so important? Well, it's because he made the family so important. Why did he make the family so important? Because he is a family by nature. So this is and it's incumbent on us to recognize the importance of the family and to employ our blessed mother, our spiritual mother, to be our mother, to lead us to where we eventually want to be.
2: Oh, Father, I, it's so good. Because it's, it's, it is it's not an overreach to say, to move through this devotion to Jesus through Mary, the St. Louis de Montfort devotion, uh, is not just a renewal of you, you know, or of me. You know, I've made the consecration uh, many times. I don't say that in any bragging uh-huh. nature. It's um, once you make that consecration, once you are invited to make it again, uh-huh. typically at that same time, maybe that same fe- feast day or the same time of the year. I've not necessarily done it the same feast day, um, uh-huh. but I have done it numerous times. And, and there's, sometimes there's different motivations, different reasons, uh, different reasons for appeal. You know, I, when I was a single person, I, it was the first time I made that true devotion. Uh, and to really, to be honest, I didn't really know what I was getting into. It was right. kind of, uh, I was with a group of friends, young adults, and um, it was kind of a, 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 it was a great prayer thing to do, but it was also kind of popularized in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I knew enough to know that I did already have a love for Mary, but I really didn't know a lot about Mary. You know, right. And there's just something to be said when you're spending time pondering uh, Jesus and Mary and the relationship, her maternal relationship to her son, her maternal relationship to us, Just as you referred to very uh, earlier in the show, when uh, Mary essentially, uh, Jesus gave Mary to us to be the mother of us all, you just start to enter into not only a, a, this new relationship, but a, a new knowledge, which only fosters the relationship. But I think uh, another unique time in my life when I was engaged to my wife, Meredith, um, we made the consecration together. And it was it was mm-hmm. an incredible thing for us because we were apart for the last, say, 45, 60 days uh, before we got married. She moved back home, uh, and I was still at the time living in Moorhead. And so we were able, we made this consecration together while we were separate. We prayed the prayers together, and then the day of our wedding, which was actually day 40, day 34 was the day of our our consecration together. And that ended up being on the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. You know? uh, Oh, it was was incredible. Incredible. Awesome. You know, and that's God's doing.
1: Yeah, and the Lord inspired you guys to do it this way, and you responded to His inspiration. You responded to His grace. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that when we consecrate, which is, you know, we talked a little bit about that before the break, but consecration is you're giving yourself over to your offering yourself. It's an offering. It's an oblation. It's a uh, giving of yourself to the Lord, in this case, through Our Lady. And so we're leaving everything in Mary's hands because we're confident that she will get the most out of our offering, out of our Oblation. And so, you know, you mentioned that when the first time you made the consecration, that, yeah, you know, maybe you didn't have all your spiritual ducks in a row. Maybe you really didn't know what was going on exactly, right, but right. that's okay because, you know, that's, <laughs> that's how God, you know, leads us from step A to step B. Exactly. And he's looking for, you know, our obedience. He's looking for our. Uh, confidence in him even if we don't understand it all we're still going to do it anyway i think there's many more graces that way even than if we are sure and and sound on everything that we do you know so yeah just to take that take that leap of faith is very uh, grace meriting through of course the grace that jesus won for us on the cross
2: well father i want to swing back around uh... when you talked a little bit you connected the dots of uh... the, d- the devotion to mary devotion he fosters devotion love of jesus and the renewal, not only will it change us, it changes the family. You know, we were talking a little bit on the break, you and I. You know, the we certainly want to encourage people to make this consecration, to make this prayer of true devotion through Louis de Montfort. You know, we've also, uh, we've indicated and given a shout out Father Michael Gately's uh, devotion, what he does. And he incorporates a few different saints into it. But right now you know we 're in the year of Saint Joseph, mm-hmm. you know a lot of our listeners um, have made it an incredible a beautiful consecration uh, to Jesus through Saint joseph right. so talking about renewal of the family, are you kidding me? yeah yeah <laughs> true devotion to Mary well, and then a you consecration know, you know, to joseph uh, yeah, uh, yeah I think it
1: all com- I think it all comes full circle because you know our lady Fatima in 1917... Um, with the three shepherd children there one of the messages that eventually came out of that was that the final battle between good and evil between you know um let's say god and and his enemies are will be fought through marriage and the family yes so because you know the devil knows that to obliterate the faith he's got to uh break up families and the way he breaks up families is he breaks up marriages so his arsenal is being emptied on marriage and the family, and we can see there's so many forces uh, going against the marriages, going against families, to break them up so that people don't know the faith, they don't know what, you know, faith, hope, and love is, they don't know what who Jesus is, they don't know what the Church is all about. So if you can break up the family, you can break up their best possibility right. of learning the faith, learning about Christ. So yeah there's an all-out assault on the family and that's why i think the holy spirit has inspired us to not only have a devotion to our lady but also this year a devotion to saint joseph and the holy family is our also our model and what family should be you know a little domestic church of faith of hope and charity you know of learning faith of knowing that there is hope for us as individuals and for the world in general and also to have this charity with Obviously, love of God first, but then love of one another. Look at the family as holy. Look at the family as cherished, and that's if we see each other as God sees each other, uh, as God sees us. Then our family lives will be different.
2: And that's what you're talking about when you say cherished, that gift, and a yeah. gift, and that self donation, and that, like your offering of yourself. Uh, it's so good, you know, and it, it's it is not uh, presumptuous or too far. I mean, really, what we're getting at is. Renewal of the family is in turn a renewal of the church, and renewal of the church is in turn a renewal of the world. You know, right. and it, and it, it's just so amazing. <laughs> we make it sound so simple, Father. <laughs> so yeah, but that's it's, why we're here. That's
1: why they pass the big
2: box right here. <laughs> but it's so amazing because you know we we live in a time people are very discouraged by what we're seeing, right? For all kinds of reasons. Um, you look you look out and you hear maybe what what the news is putting out there. Um, it can be discouraging. It can take our eyes off the prize. Ultimately, the prize being Jesus and through His church. Um, but also, it distracts from the family life, huh? So That's many right. distractions.
1: To, exactly. So you have to you have to have a balance in your life. You have to fill your senses, your usually your your eyes and your ears, with good stuff, with wholesome stuff, with yeah. hope and, and with
2: faith. Amen. Amen to it. So, follow We're coming to our break here in, in the the ending of awesome. your time with us yeah. in this segment, uh, any final words you'd like to offer us?
1: Just, yeah, look into doing that 33 day consecration to Jesus through Mary and your life will change.
2: Father, thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I don't know that I'll ever make it up to St. Brigid's up in Cavalier, but you've given <laughs> me more incentive to want to. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> Praise the Lord.
2: Uh, blessings to you. God bless you and your parish. Thanks for being with us. And, uh, up next did you know you're made for greatness we'll be talking more about this during our next segment and an upcoming men's retreat live engaging and local
1: this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network